Hello, Hello everyone. everyone. Welcome to the Goose Podcast, where we share stories from the University of Essex Library. So grab a warm beverage, get yourself comfortable, and enjoy this week's episode. Hi everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. I'm Kian. I'm Clarissa. I'm Callum. I'm Joe. I'm Kes. Today we're going to be talking about upcoming events. Um, Clarissa's going to share a wellbeing tip with everyone. Um, we've got book talk with Joe, and then Callum's collections quiz coming up for you. So. Get ready for that because it's going to be exciting. I'm also going to take this opportunity to plug that we've just created a Goose podcast reading list, which is available on Tally. I think there's a link available somewhere, Clarissa. Yes, that right? th- there is the link in our um, podcast description, so you should be able to find it on whatever platform you're listening from. Brilliant. So, without further ado, um, I'm going to introduce the next segment, which is a What's On update from Cares. Thanks, Kian. First of all, there's another bank holiday coming up. We're in bank holiday season. I'm loving it, loving life. Did you? Remember to not work on Easter, Kian? No. No. You, did, you, you didn't remember, <laughs> so you did day. work. <laughs> I worked the full day, yeah. Yeah. I'm, Are I'm you being sure serious? You no, I've, I, I, I remembered. It's fine. Put this one in your calendar, Kian. Yeah. Early May bank holiday, Monday the 3rd of May. So we've all got a nice day off then, so that's great. Then on the first day back... I know what you want to do. You want to come to Journal Club. Tuesday, the 4th of May, 1pm, we're going to be talking about a paper from Higher Education Library Technology called The Rise of Library-Centric Reading List Systems. So this paper is from a few years ago, but the author was a speaker at UKSG and built upon some of his ideas from this paper. So we're going to be talking about that, talking about some of those ideas in this Journal Club as well. So please do come along. If you're interested, read the paper. We'd love to have you there and know your thoughts. Can I butt in here briefly? Of course. I uh, had a brief glimpse through the paper and it was very interesting. So this might be, who knows, the first journal club that I actually turn up to. I think you should, Kieran. I think it's very relevant yeah. to your role. If you yeah, want to no, know um, more about the UKSG discussion, you can also look at the notes on Box. They're all under the conference notes section on Box. Um, so you can read a bit about that. That was really interesting as well talking about reading lists as a curation tool and opportunities for AI in curation and uh, pedagogical scaffolding, all sorts of stuff. So, riveting. Lovely. AI. Come along to Journal Club. It's getting out of control now. (laughs) I know. And the final thing just to talk about is the newcomers events that are coming up in May. So... For anyone that doesn't know, Newcomers is the network for early career researchers um, and it provides support to researchers at early stages of their careers. It's a joint network, library services, the Research and Enterprise Office, so the REO, and also the UK Data Archive. So a range of workshops have been organised for May, which staff can book their places onto if they think it's interesting or helpful for their own personal or professional development. So I don't know, Chris, if you want to talk about where these events can be found. Yep, so they're all on the library website if you go to events and we've also linked to them on the research support page under upcoming events and kind of a range of different topics that might help us if you're answering any questions on the help desk or doing one-to-ones. We've got some on evaluating resources, some of the databases and how to find journals to publish and that sort of thing. So yeah, you can you can book a place on HR Organizer if you're interested. Great, thank you. Um, so that's it from me. That's all of the upcoming events to look out for in the next few weeks. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Kez. 
Next up, uh, we're going to hear from Clarissa about some well-being stuff that she's been doing recently. So Clarissa, take it away. Right, thanks. We have a well-being champion group. I've been to a few meetings now, so I'm trying to give this group a shout out. If anyone's interested in joining, please email thegoose at essex.ac.uk and we'll put you in touch with the chair, which is Nicola Warren or Nick. And they have nice short meetings, 30 minutes long, so it's not a huge commitment, but it's just a good time to talk about some resources for mental health and well-being events that are happening across the campus and that sort of thing. And this week, I'm just going to share one of the tools that we talked about, which is a stress bucket worksheet. And it's kind of a way to talk about what might be causing some stress and ways that you can be proactive and try and keep the stress bucket from overflowing. So we've linked to the worksheet on our reading list if you want to have a look and go through it yourself. But basically, you just think about how you're feeling, identify some of the things that are causing the bucket to fill up, and then try and think of relaxing relaxing or positive things that you could do to try and keep it from overflowing. So that is a good way to kind of get the conversation started. If you want to have a chat with someone about how they might be coping at work, things going on in their life, if you just want to have a chat, sometimes it's hard to bring up those conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a good a good tool that you can use, especially in your one-to-ones with line managers and things like that. If you feel like it's a topic that you need to start addressing, but you don't know how to, might be a good way to sort of have those kind of conversations. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that is my tip. Great, thanks, Carissa. Um, I suppose here's an opportunity for us to kind of empty everyone's stress bucket a little bit. <laughs> We're now moving on to some more like light hearted segments joe has got some more books for us to have a look at yeah thanks kian so this week i have a book by a man called russell ash uh, and the book title is potty fartwell and knob um <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness okay, okay. so the title obviously sounds sounds dodgy but just disclaimer it is actually this this book is perfectly or actually no it's not perfectly innocent but it isn't it's not as bad as it sounds okay so the the author has essentially gone through parish registers and census records gone back as far as uh, as 900 years and put together a compilation that has roughly 3000 funny and 100% genuine british people's names so it's just people. a list of list of names. That's it. So yeah, it's just it's just a list of names. It's just a list okay. of funny names, like real genuine people's names. So there's are okay. there any like um, details about their lives or anything, or is it <laughs> it's just is a, like a phone book? <laughs> no, so, so unfortunately, yeah, he 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 hasn't gone into like details about their lives because he's only using uh, like parish registers and census records it doesn't right. have a lot of the sort of other contextual information. Mm. It does literally just have the name, but. There must I did, be some highlights, I assume. I did manage to get in the book and find some. There's lots of names that I just I can't obviously read because lots of them are very sweary. <laughs> right, right. You, you would be surprised at how bad some of the names are. Is there any information about like how old the names are? Because it might be that when those names oh, yeah. were. Yeah, okay, there is. So, yeah. Yeah, so he tells you like when um yeah when he lists the name, he tells you when what well, what year it appears in the records usually. Okay. So there is there is like some information, but just not very much. Mm-hmm. rated 4.6 stars on amazon this book so what's the title again as well so the title is potty, potty fartwell and knob <laughs> you can get it in paperback eight pound 19 there you go well, well there you, you go can stick it on the reading list do you want me to i'll read out a couple of the names please I made, do i made a uh, I've, I've put together a few of the names that i thought were good <laughs> lean let us hear it then what do you so got? there's a uh, constant pain <laughs> 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 Do you know what? It's not even that bad. 
No, um, no, it's nice and no, nice and innocent on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's ha- hazelnut. Wealthy beard. I liked that one so much. Wealthy what? Wealthy beard. Beard. Yeah, wealthy beard. Okay. Nice. Uh, wealthy. That's an interesting first name. I might rename myself that. Yeah. <laughs> Like the the it's a bit presumptuous, <laughs> isn't it? Like, unless, unless, like, your kid was born into a rich family, you know, you're kind of run, a bit, being a bit risky calling it wealthy. Because what if your kid doesn't turn out to be that successful? <laughs> Maybe it's an ironic joke. Yeah, perhaps. Any there's, uh, yeah, there's Phoebe Forehead, <laughs> uh, a Philadelphia, as in Philadelphia. Oh right, okay. <laughs> that's that's a uh, that's that's a bit of a thinker that one. How's Phyla spelled? Uh, P-H-I-L-A. Oh, okay. Is, her name is literally spelled oh, right, Philadelphia. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> this made me want some uh, cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, there's Shirley Curley. Shirley <laughs> Curley. I like that one. That's cool. Uh, there's, uh, there's Chris P. Bacon. <laughs> I heard that one. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's the best one. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like a, like a made up name, doesn't it? But it's in the book. Oh uh, man! No, see, my personal favourite, my last one, my personal favourite is a uh, is Minty Badger. <laughs> <laughs> Minty you know, this would be the I perfect mean... like for anyone expecting a child. This is like the perfect gift. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> Constant pain, that would have been real. (laughs) (laughs) If your surname's Bacon and you have a child, like you just can't miss out on that opportunity now. No. I mean yeah. Chris P. I don't know I don't know what the middle I don't know what the middle name is, but yeah, it's a great opportunity. Well I get you get to pick the middle name though, right? So you could just give it, you know, give your kid one with the P. Yeah. That's BP. It doesn't need to be anything else. Yeah. Could be pig. Oh, so, I, I would recommend if yeah, I would recommend going through the book. You can get the preview on Google. I'd Ooh. recommend going through it because, and obviously, unless you have a a sensitive disposition, then maybe don't. <laughs> <laughs> there, okay. there are some there are some dodgy ones in there. It gets considerably. There worse, are lots right. of lots of rude ones. Well, I thought initially some parents, <laughs> man. I mean, they had to have been aware of what they were doing, surely. Like, well, I mean, this is why I'm wondering. I guess the the dates is kind of a big clue. Yeah. I guess if meanings, yeah, meanings change and all that, change, so yeah. it might be yeah. Back in the day, they named their child something completely innocuous, whereas now yeah, it's I mean, like, my absolutely. favorite name in there is a uh, Kian Bear. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> oh, I've got, that's that a guy's freakish a name. Yeah, God, who's called their child that? <laughs> God, that's probably from like the early ten hundreds or whatever. Um, it goes back to the Doomsday Book, then I guess. Hundred. <laughs> yeah, is that what is that what they're called? The ten hundreds. <laughs> What else would you call them? It's the that's the eleventh century, isn't it? The eleventh century, yeah, yeah. But you call it like the nine hundreds. Yeah, I suppose. Or the eighteen hundreds. You know, ten. You're not wrong, Kian. You're just yeah. not right. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'll just take that. I'll take peasant, that. Just like a peasant in the fields, just like Kian Bear. Oh, there's probably multiple. It was the German name initially, so maybe not. Uh, not in this country, but certainly in medieval Germany. Who knows? There might have been loads of Kian bears running around. There was no medieval Germany, if we want to be pedantic. Oh, okay. 
It was, Germany didn't exist as a nation yeah. state. Okay, well, okay. Well, there, were lo- there may have been lots of key and bears running around in the Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> let's, yeah, exactly. Let's get it right. Okay. Let's at least be historically accurate. We are librarians, after all. Yeah, we should probably say at this point that please do not uh, take anything that is said on this podcast as gospel. Because, yeah, most of us don't know what we're talking about half the time. It's just a big disclaimer. <laughs> Even the quiz answers, like, I'm kind of... <laughs> yeah. They may or may not be. I mean, to be honest, especially with the quiz answers. <laughs> well, thank you, Joe, for that. Um, I'll have to save that one for later, future reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you plan on having any more children, then that is the place yeah, to go for the next first, name. First place to check um, for Absolutely. ideas. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, thanks, Joe. We'll move on to our next segment now. Callum, I believe you've now got a quiz for us. Uh, it is indeed. So I thought it would be a fun idea to kind of bring a segment into the podcast on the subject of our collections, which we always want to hear more about. Mm-hmm. And the best way I thought to do that was to bring quiz proceedings into play. We want some competitiveness amongst my fellow gooses. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shall I, shall I just get started? Sure. Try us out with a question, and we'll see how uh, we'll see how it goes. And if any of the answers are actually wrong um, from my, from my end. A quiz his master always wins. He, okay. He rules. How so well even, if you're, even if you're wrong, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, j- just so we've got that, you know, out of the way. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just how well researched are these questions? Don't question the quiz master, Kian. Okay. I spent two weeks doing this. Okay. <laughs> two solid weeks. Yeah. Eight this hours is why a day. I've been so busy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I've, on, I've go got on. I've got two questions for you today. Okay. First one: What century? Was our oldest print book published in? Obviously held in our special collections. It's not just chilling on one of the floors. Uh, A, 14th century. B, 15th century. Or C, 16th century. Wait, are we specifically talking print book? Like printing like press. Proper, yeah. Yeah, because we've got loads of e-books that are from like the Middle Ages. Um, yeah, so it's it's a book that's literally in this printing special collection. Printing press is mid-15th century. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. No. I feel like I've seen this book because I think when I went on a tour through special collections, I feel like I think I probably yeah. touched. We probably saw it. I think I remember that. Yeah, I think it's 16th century is the oldest one because I remember thinking at the time I was expecting it to be older than it was. That's kind of what I, I'm remembering. I reckon 16th century. I reckon that's a good shout. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, I want to be difficult and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 14th century. Why not? Can you just read off the centuries again, Callum? Just yeah, what read the them off real quick. <laughs> uh, 14th, 15th, 16th. Well, I okay. Think, I think they. Um, I think there was a printing press before mid 15th century, but it's it's the moving movable type printing press. Yeah. So in. if it was 14th century, it would be kind of like so incunabular or something like that. Correct. You never know. I'll yeah. go with 15th century. <laughs> okay. I'm sticking with the 16th century. Yeah, I'm I feel I feel more like it's you guys are right, but um, okay, yeah, we're not allowed to agree. So, okay. so the answer is 15th century. <gasps> oh no! Um, Aha, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have a book called um, forgive my Latin pronunciation. <laughs> Um, Auctoritatis at dicta 
um, Pulcherima Sanctorum Doctorum. Wow. Um, I'm not sure if that's exactly how it's pronounced, uh, which, according to the catalogue, is from circa 1479. Wow. Okay. Uh, What's, do you know what it's about? Um, it's something about kind of philosophical religious thoughts, uh, I guess. I can link to it in the reading list. And if anyone's interested in sort of looking it up oh, yeah, and finding yeah. more out about it or even just studying the text itself, um, they are very much welcome to. As long as you can read Latin. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the caveat. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you can tell lots about sort of old material just like on the looks of it, can't you? Rather than being able to understand what it's going on about. <laughs> anyway. sure. Are we should we keep a points tally? Is this gonna be a recurring segment? Yes. Um I will be the collector. The quiz the master. Points. Keeper of okay. the points. Yeah. Just so if, if anyone sort of pipes up with um an incorrect number of points then I'll, I'll be there to kind of be like no <laughs> <laughs> i think i just got a point there you said 14th century didn't you kez no i said yeah, 15th you, yeah you did 14th. you did and i said yeah 15. you did yes i am the winning <laughs> member I, of this group <laughs> i know your game right second question according to sierra so this is probably presumably since records started to be kept um on that system which book has been checked out the total number of times, or the, the most number of times? I can tell you this number is 916 times. It's got to be a textbook. Yeah, it must be. Did so you get multiple choice? Uh, yes. Okay. So, is it A, Frankenstein, B, effective small business management, or C, nonsense upon stilts? That's my answer. Just because it's called that. <laughs> uh, is, the, is the third answer like a double bluff, or is it? Is it because you think we won't say that that, you, that that's the right answer? Oh, but surely, I mean, how many students are accessing a book called Nonsense on Stilts? You know, what if it's just one person? Know, it what the subtitle is? Nine hundred and sixteen. Yeah. Times. What if it's like that's just what they do on a Wednesday morning? Yeah. They check the book out. Put it straight through the book return. But then, but then also check it back in to check it out again. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, at, at this point, I will say there was about four or five kind of outliers when I, when I ran this search um, on Create Lists. Okay. Um, so th there was quite a lot of books in the hundreds. Um, and then there was about four or five that were literally like two million. So, oh. So I, I, I'm guessing that's like an error in yeah, yeah, the data. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, but anyway, anyways, I, I assumed this one was the most mm. checked out. I think it's, it's probably the most boring answer, which is the effective business management or something. Yeah, I'll go with Frankenstein because I would rather it be that, but I don't think it is that. Well, I, I think I agree with Callum. I, uh, sorry, Keaton. I'm doing the classic thing of mixing you guys up. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with Keaton, and I think it is the middle answer. And so I'm going to just cynically go with the middle answer because. All I care about is points. Points. <laughs> Kez, did you submit an answer? I, I would like to go for the, the middle answer as well, because I do need a point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't got any points yet. Well, you... too bad. The answer's locked in. <laughs> well, I'm excited to get points off of this one. That your final answer. Um, what about you, Clarissa? I'm saying stilts. Stilts. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, the answer is nonsense upon stilts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 960. I have no idea why, really. It's a what is it about? It's a philosophy book. Okay. So it's one that seems to have been in the catalogue for a long time. That obviously yeah. doesn't go out of date. <laughs> no, I suppose. So, presumably. Did you check if it was on any reading list? It's not on any reading list because I was interested in, in that wow. as well. Wow. Um, there's about six or seven copies in student collection, but it yeah. doesn't seem to be on any, read any, any reading lists at the moment. Do you think we need to just like frame a copy of it and put it up in the <laughs> ground floor somewhere, like the most checked out book? <laughs> the MVP of the library. Yeah. Collection. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we can add that to the reading list as well. I'd like you to know that it, it is on reading lists or it has been in the past. Okay. Human rights, okay. sociology. Okay. So it's like a cross-discipline kind of book. Mm. And one that's obviously been in there for a while <laughs> and doesn't yeah. have like any new editions or anything like that. Okay, yeah, I guess not. I mean, it, well, we can get it on another reading list. Um, yeah, the goose. When we're done with this, <laughs> this episode. And then it was that we sat around in the library doing stuff. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, so that's, that's the end of my segment. Thanks, Kel. I will add up the scores. I'm, I'm very happy with my results from this. <laughs> <laughs> You've stormed into the lead, Carissa. Yeah, no. Did you go two for two? Wow. Yeah. But it was sheer luck, so. Man. I'm on zero at the moment. I'll have to claw back some points in future episodes. I think we're all on zero, aren't we? Apart from Carissa. Are we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, See, because you know why? Everyone hears my, my, top, my pick and they're like, well, that's the wrong answer then. And they, <laughs> you guys go with the other ones. <laughs> Clarissa <laughs> was just kind of trying to double guess the other um, goose team and also the quiz master <laughs> with her answers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> okay, well, I think that brings us more or less to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. Um, if you made it to, to this stage, well done. Um, there was a lot that happened this episode. Who knows? Maybe in future weeks it'll get even weirder. But yeah, thanks for tuning in, everyone. And uh, we will see you in future episodes. Bye. 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 Bye.